The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Let me talk to you a little bit about Tornishta of Radker. In about 24 hours, he's going to be Taoiseach of Radker. But he has disappointed, I think it's fair to say, some mortgage borrowers by insisting over the last 24 hours there were absolutely no plans to reintroduce mortgage interest relief in the light of rising interest rates. As you know, there was an announcement on Thursday by the European Central Bank going up by half a percentage point again. Unfortunately for those on trackers, they'll be hit immediately and people on fixed and variables further down the line. So is there time now? Is it the right time to reintroduce mortgage interest relief. It was around just at the tail end of the Celtic Tiger and previous to that as well. Is it time as the pressure increases to reintroduce it? Joining me now is um, Finnegal Senator Barry Ward and we also have David Hall who is the CEO of the Irish Mortgage Holders Association. Um, Barry, if I can come to you first, you can pr- you probably knew this was coming in the sense that pressure will grow for some kind of relief. We've obviously had the energy credits already and, and, and the public looking for relief there. As the ECB tightens, I suppose politically these kind of cries are going to get louder and louder. Yeah, I think you put your your finger on it there, though, uh, Emmett, in terms of the other reliefs that are available. It's not the case that no reliefs are available, but you're quite right. We're looking at a situation where interest rates are going to increase. They have increased, and, and the ECB has indicated that they will again next year. But they are increasing from an historic low, and we have well, certainly not in my lifetime seen interest rates this low. So, you know, where they're going to is probably not... Um, something that that is a cause for great concern at the moment, although I say that knowing that several people are going to find it more and more difficult to to pay their mortgages, and that's something the government is acutely conscious of. What the Tornista said was, not that it'll never ever be done, but that there are no plans to do it. And he said that in the context where in the aftermath of the financial crash, decisions were made to phase out um, mortgage interest relief because of the cost involved. And now as we look at most mortgages, I think the majority of mortgages anyway are trackers, and there's a relatively small number of people on variable rate mortgages who are the ones who are probably most vulnerable on this front. But the cost involved in this is fairly significant. And the view that the government has taken is that there are better ways to support people who are in mortgage difficulty or in financial difficulty than putting in place the blunt instrument that is mortgage interest relief. And that's why I think they've indicated that they don't have any plans to put it back in place. Okay. It's phased out about 10 years stay, ago. Stay with us, uh, Senator Ward. I have David Hall, who is the CEO of the Irish Mortgage Holders Association. David, I mean, we've had mortgage interest relief before, as Barry says. There are other ways to support people without going down for this very expensive or potentially expensive route. Why would we need this now? It's been tried before and I don't remember it being particularly successful. I think, you know, I think the, the key challenge is that this was a specific question asked of the Thornister. He answered a specific question about mortgage interest relief as being a blunt instrument or a tool to help people in mortgage arrears. I think any of the uh, measures that the barrier mentioned have been put in place are, are welcome. But the average uh, change to people in this series of four now rate rises is about three to four thousand euros. There is no assistance offered by government that goes anywhere near compensating the variances that are now existing in mortgage uh, rates and mortgage uh, interest levels at the moment with with um, variable rate customers. But also, we've a core to people who are, who are performing loans that were sold to vulture funds. You know, some of those vulture funds rates are at 6.2%. So historical low is now something we need to be very careful about. We need to remember there are cohorts of people in mortgage difficulty, restructured, um, Barry, Barry, is that possible we could carve out at least those who have the mortgage loan, or sorry, the vulture uh, company loans, at least it'd be a smaller group, but they're really hurting. 
Yeah, I think I, I think that there would be a practical difficulty with doing that. I'm very sympathetic to what David is saying, and he's quite right. There are people who are in a particularly unfortunate position, but I'm not quite sure how the state could single that group out in a, in a scheme like that. It doesn't mean that we can't put in place specific supports for people who are in mortgage difficulty, but I think it would be very difficult to single out one particular group of mortgage payers and say, we're going to help you and not the rest of them. Can't be done, David. Can't be done. No, I, I, I don't... I I don't agree in a sense that I think there's something can be done. I think there's two very simple things to be done. And actually, I think Pascal Dunn, who's done one of them, to be fair to him, I don't think he's gone around boasting about it, but I actually genuinely think he has done one of them. And I, I hope it is him who did it, and I believe it was him who did it, where he warns the banks categorically, and I don't take well any impact in the past of a warning of banks, but it is not appropriate at all that any of the mainstream banks profit in any shape or form from the current crisis. They have uh, the various deposits from customers, you know, 150 hang billion on, Hang on, Dave, what, what do you mean they shouldn't profit at all? Are you talking about some kind of profit cap no, or something? Is that with additional ca- Well, additional profits. Like, this is not a time for banks who've been released uh, from the, you know, from ownership of the state to go off and capitalise unnecessarily in relation to rates and adding them on. And they've, they've, to be fair to the banks at the moment, they've actually been very, very, very careful in relation to adding on those rates. Like, you know, Emmett, this will be a completely different conversation you and I would be having tonight um, with Senator Ward or anybody else if the banks just broadly and bluntly passed on all of the rates, as if, if all the lenders did. Like, this is, there's an artificial debate happening at the moment where... But they, haven't, but, they have, but they haven't been passing them on fully at all. For the variable rate customers. Yeah. They haven't for the tracker rate customers. The fixed rate customers are... New fixed rates are all over the place. And, uh, you know, in, in the UK, we can see the average now 6%. They're estimating this increase will cre- increase to 3% next year. They all haven't been added on yet. Yes, the trackers get hit straight away, but the variable rate customers haven't had them uh, hit straight away. And the vulture fund guys have now, because the vulture funds, as we were promised, as we were told for the last number of years, many of us are blue in the face warning. Vultures are vultures. The vulture fund model is not the banking model. They, they borrow from the markets. They borrow from a different group of people. They don't have the deposits the bankers have. So therefore, but, they're able to use our but, money to not pass Senator, on Senator rates. Ward, who, as far as I understand, Understand it, Barry. You have a, a legal, a legal background. He, he's saying it cannot yeah. be done. The carve out is impossible, Barry. Well, no, I'm saying that there's a practical difficulty with doing it, but I'm, I'm very uncomfortable to be put in any kind of position where I'm defending the banks because I think David makes a fair point. Vulture funds have behaved quite badly. Uh, I think Pascal Donahue who has been very straight with the banks in telling them that, and, and in terms of the profits that David's talking about, that they shouldn't be profiteering maybe or adding additional profits because of rate increases. And I agree with that. I, I think banks have served us as consumers of banking products quite badly in this market, and there's banking people who'll tell you why that is or argue why that is. But what David is proposing is that the Department of Finance or the central bank would come along to one cohort of mortgage payers and say, we're going to fix the problem for you, and then not fix it, for example, for the variable rate payers or the, or the uh, tracker payers in the pillar banks who might equally have similar difficulties paying their mortgages. And I think there would be a difficulty doing that in terms of separating out, separating out one cohort. If it can be done, I think I would be supportive of it. But I think that there is a practical difficulty in doing it. Yeah, I suppose the complication here is is that the government have still a very large chunk of AIB and a large chunk of permanent TSB. Is, is there, in your view, um, David, any view that they could instruct the banks based on that shareholding that Sorry. they have? And we need a reality check. When we can pump 64 billion into banks and in 48 hours have 298 pages of legislation to protect banks, we can damn right get up off our backsides and protect people who are struggling around the country. There is no excuse in the world about singling people out. We singled out banks when we had to single out banks and we protect them. 
there now needs to be a very clear, very concerted effort to ensure that every single firepower that exists within government and every single department and with the existing Minister for Finance, who I think is a good Minister for Finance, and Michael McGrath, who also I believe will be an excellent Minister for Finance, who's, who, by the way, whose who's track record in relation to this area isn't too bad at all. But what would the firepower be used for, David? You're talking about firepower to, and we need to get up our backsides be, and so we need on. To protect, we need to protect people who are struggling. Like we but have how? What, what, t- can you tell us a bit more what the idea is? We need to give interest relief. We need to give relief in relation to people. We all need to mortgage borrowers or everybody, trackers, variables. We need, to cap, we need to cap the rate. Exactly what's been proposed the last couple <laughs> of years. How much is it going to cost? Well, I'd say at the moment, each of the lenders currently make €1 billion Euro profit. How much is enough? <laughs> How much is enough, Emmett? Well, David, here's a How question. How much is enough for a, two, for a two-year window to let everyone settle down? David, here's a question. If, 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 what about the if, renters? Renters got a payment break. Renters got a payment break. But if we, were to, um, if we were to put a profit cap on the banks, right, let's go, go with that. Do you think they're likely to lend as much as they were before the cap was introduced? But they're not lending currently. Like, and to be fair well, to the banks, the banks are in chaos at the moment in relation to the, the rules because of the war. Because of the war, because of the interest rates, because of the entire landscape. The entire landscape has changed. You can make an application today, it takes you an average of 90 days. By the time you get to the end of your application, everything radically changed. Look what happened on Thursday. Barry, do you, do, do you want to come, so you're essentially saying this is unprecedented times, a kind of a great financial crisis, Mark, too. Um, Barry, do you want to come in on that? I, I am not I am saying it's unprecedented. That's the point. The rates are increasing from a very low base. I'm not saying that people aren't going to have difficulties dealing with them. They are. And I am not saying that mortgage payers should not get relief. What David is suggesting is that we should select some particular mortgage payers and give them relief. So he says, for example, that we can do it because we gave renters relief, but we gave all renters that relief. We didn't distinguish between different renters, and that's what's proposed. If you just take mortgage payers from vulture funds and say we're going to help you guys and not, let's say, somebody who was a tracker mortgage with AIB whose rate is necessarily going up with the ECB rate, and now it's difficult being we're not going to help that person. The reality is the government does not want anyone to be in mortgage distress and will put in place measures to support those people in whatever way it can. But I do not believe that it is practicable to come along and say, well, this group of mortgage holders are going to get interest relief or whatever it might be. And the other difficulty with interest relief, and sorry to to go on, is exactly the same problem that was suggested with capping energy prices, for example. If the state was responsible for the difference between the price that, that it's capped at and the price it's actually at, because we don't control that, that is a function of the European Central Bank, not our central bank, then is the government liable for that difference? And are we then signing away any control over the cost of these reliefs that are going to be there for the state. David, it's a it's an it's a blank check at a time when blank checks are kind of going out of fashion, as we saw in the mini well, budget the, of Britain. The, yeah, they're selectively going out of fashion when it suits. Like, and there's no one talking about any individual cohort. I'm talking about all mortgage uh, holders in the state are under immense pressure now with the cost of living. This is not just exclusively a mortgage issue. This is a combined issue with everything else that's going with the cost of living at the moment. All mortgage holders, not the vulture fund guys, just happen to be hit much much harder. Despite everyone saying they were protected, they were the same as banks their consumer protections. That was also rubbish. These guys are way more exposed. So they're more exposed, but I'm saying the uh, risk and the challenge for financial hardship for everybody is there. We've insolvency legislation way overdue being revised. We've 10 years into a crash with 24,000 people still in long-term mortgage arrears. We've people in restructures now with interest rates going up. We have an absolute catastrophe ahead and we're not fit for purpose. We've learned nothing, but we were able to sit for 48 hours in, a, in Dal Aaron. When it suited a cohort of people to draft 298 pages of legislation and pass it through both the rocks, houses of the Oireachtas when one cohort needed to be looked after for 64, 64 billion. So what's needed now to protect people at a, a grave time? 
Okay, well, David, look, you've put it out there. As you can probably imagine, texters are, are particularly people who have these vulture mortgages. They do. I know you're saying they can't be separated out, or Barry was certainly saying that. But a lot of people feel they're in a special case because the rates are so high. We've got a texter here saying six point seven five percent on their mortgage that was transferred from one of the pillar banks, as they're called, over to the vulture fund banks, if that's what you want, or lenders. We also have, couldn't agree more with David, we bailed them out at the time of 2008. They can do more to help the Irish public end of. The banks are making money off our deposits now that interest rates are on the up and they can be afforded. Typical banks screwing the public. Well, you are right about the savings rate. They are lagging badly, the actual increases. Maybe they'll come true in the next few weeks, but it's a bit like waiting for Godot. So we'll have to see where that goes. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from 4 on News Talk.